Hi guys, welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss the most enjoyably bad movies of all time. I'm your host, Kevin Heisinger. Join with me, as always, it's Megan Sweet. Megan, so good to see you. It is great to see you. Always great to see you great. on Zoom. We're still doing the Zoom thing. I, it feels like real life. I mean, I yeah, usually it feels sit like we're all together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it feels we're, like we're always at a table, Kevin. Always at a round table, yeah. looking at each other equally <laughs> right. in the eyes. Also yeah. joined with us, he's <laughs> hilarious and is still has the record for being the guest the most times. It is C T Adams. All right, thank Woo-hoo. you so much, everybody. How lovely it is to be back with both of you at the round it table. Is right. Fantastic. Last, last we were doing a cop rock. We're, just, we're back to movies, which uh, and what no, a this movie. is the perfect movie to wash all bad TV shows out of your mouth. This is the yeah, movie. this we're back at it. We are talking about uh, oof. Eh. I mean, some people call Cue it the Saint sex. Elmo's Saint Elmo's fire. I call it Saint Elmo's dumpster fire. Yes, that's, just, that's appropriate. Wow, I can't. It's supposed to be in this line of movies, which is I guess in the eighties called the Brat Pack. I don't know. Yes, Breakfast it is. Club. There was Breakfast Club, which was a year before. No, that was the, the same, same year. exact same year. year. They had yep. three of the same actors play high school. Yes, they students. did. <laughs> and, it worked out. And a couple months later, they play college graduates, which you know, both kind of it worked it's out. It's good they to know they faces. graduated. It was weird. Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, they Hollywood got out of detention. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood wants that range. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. we don't have that now. It's almost like, um, you know, there's no movies now that have done. I mean, kind of the Harry Potter movies have done that, where everybody that's in Harry Potter is famous. You know, everybody in the, but like everybody in this movie is famous. Every one of the seven leads, even Mayor Winningham, went on to be in other movies. I <sighs> see. I don't recognize her, and it took me. I don't recognize her in anything well, else. She. I just wrote down. I kept writing down. There's Ali Sheedy, and then there's someone looks like her but ugly. So I just kept right. It was uh, stop that. Demi Moore's only ugly on the inside. <laughs> I did not recognize Demi Moore in this movie until Her the second time I watched it. I this was before some sort of surgery. Which... You've only watched GI Jane, is that correct? I, which is a, a buzzwords right now. Yeah, right. Very triggering. Oh, this yeah. is unfortunate. A lot of assault in this movie too. But yeah, this cast was loaded, and which I mean, I was so. Just I don't know, distracting because here's the cast of Breakfast Club, and then here's the guy Andrew McCarthy from Pretty in Pink, or another Brad Pack, and he's all and all the other stuff. Just it was just yeah. is a you know kept clashing, but technically CT was just crying. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah right. CT? I was coughing. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought when you were crying. Just, when, you know when you referred I... to Demi Moore as an actress, I. I... <laughs> you choked. Yeah, I thought you cried, but you choked. I yeah, was, okay. you know, I was crying thinking about that striptease movie, which was her. Was that the P? I don't know. Everybody My... <laughs> in this movie's gone on to do other stuff, of course. That's the that's the yeah. gist of a feature picture, also called a vehicle. <laughs> yes. Right? There was lots yes. of these, the the Outsiders was also part of the Brat Pack, right? Tom Cruise and Patrick Swayze, and you know, a different. Um, not as fun. A lot, some of the same character. Rob Lowe is in both movies. He's part of the Brat Less Pack. Less sex. Right? And then yes, Anthony Thomas Howell. Also. 
Yeah. Well, the music was better in many other movies. <laughs> hey, Megan, yeah. I got one for you. See Thomas Howell. His yeah. real name is Christopher Thomas Howell. Oh. Don't look at this. Whatever you do. See Thomas. Yowzers. I, <laughs> I he, I'm supposed to, I was supposed to see him in concert. He canceled his fucking show. The bastard at Whiskey A Go Go. So now, hadn't. Was he doing the Soul Man Return Tour? He's doing a <laughs> Pony Boy Strikes Back. <laughs> but Pony Boy. He, good for him. He's doing it. I believe that's his outsider's name. But um, no, hey, he was. He was supposed guys, to be in this movie. Pony Boy um, Strikes. Oh uh, well, of everybody in the movie, I think only one person has won an Academy Award. And, and that's that Martin, Martin Balsam. Ali Sheedy. <laughs> no, uh, Martin Balsam. The, the, it was the rich dad. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was so confused when I saw him. I thought, wait, here's an actual acclaimed actor. I was took me out of it. Actor. They got him yeah. in there. Yeah. That's what Joel All Schumacher these... does. He takes like a great actor and just gives him like a terrible role. You're like, what is this right. guy doing in here? This is such a weird vehicle for Joel <laughs> Schumacher. I mean, he's made some pretty good mm -hmm. movies i mean falling down lost boys you know batman and robin yep. can't forget the classic but this was a little odd this was a little weird vehicle if you will. come on i don't this there was a the, lost boys thing did you guys get it there was the a saxophone lost boys. The no saxophone rob Lowe's yeah. earring his look and that too <laughs> i'm like but the we... saxophone seed too uh, those two Ro things Ro yeah that's true. Right. the sweaty dude with a saxophone is supposed to be okay Bob, I... it's mostly just off-putting right um... <laughs> i wrote that down it was lost it was a yeah, theme. oh nice yeah. <laughs> uh, what was, uh, what was yeah. rob Lowe's character's name in this movie oh Bill. <laughs> was it kevin no angie mccarthy is kevin oh right 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 uh, Actually, Rob I was Lowe's saying Kevin because he wrote them down. Billy, that's oh, yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, there is a Kevin was... <laughs> and a Billy in this movie. So that was perfect movie, timing. There's a Kevin and a Billy, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I think, exactly. uh, I think Andrew McCarthy also plays a Kevin in that movie, uh, Fresh Horses, which is... I, I wouldn't doubt it. I know there was a movie called Fresh Horses. Fresh, Fresh Horses? <laughs> that's with him and Molly Ringwald. Are they Ooh. sassy horses? <laughs> like talk uh, yeah. no, they're, they're from the they talk. Hey, that was towards the end of the Brat Pack oh. era when they were just becoming middle-aged, middling actors. It's like now, now when Ali the fresh horse of Bella. Yeah, the fresh horse of Bella. That's funny. Is Megan the, the is Weekend at Bernie's a Brat Pack movie? <laughs> yeah. um, is it, or is it just odd? If it is, it's my favorite. It's in one its of own. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do the second one. I rented the net. I do still have Netflix oh. DVD. I will admit, I did rent the second one, and I, I'd oh, been sitting. Yeah. I would been like sitting to. on my shelf for maybe three weeks now. I have not. Thank God, there's no blockbuster anymore because I'd be up the neck in a late piece. But <laughs> it happens, oh. and then this <laughs> this movie happens. Well, you know, I uh, small confession. When I first moved to LA, uh, you know, you try to work on projects. Me and my buddy thought it'd be great. We wrote a screenplay. Uh, weekday at Ernie's. Nice. <laughs> okay, and it was like part three. <laughs> like weekday at Ernie's. <laughs> nice. I would. Lo I'd love. Well, to we called that. it weekday at Ernie, and we were so sure that it was going to set us on. It, like, I'm like, people are going to look at this and be like, "Wow, Quentin Tarantino was reborn." Because I also worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> there we go. All of us did. I wish I did. My Blockbuster shut down when I mm -hmm. right after I applied to it because I applied to it. Really, they, that's why you were stealing. The I didn't. I worked. Games, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I was, was at the record mostly... store. No Blockbuster, but go. we had DVDs. Used DVDs, and I could take them home and watch them. There you whenever go. Whenever I wanted to. to. Them... Did you have to give them back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... yeah, well, really record stores need money, Kevin. 
you oh, would yeah they, that they do there's a record store <laughs> down the street that is selling vhs's for 20 bucks and i thought that's a little it's a little steep for me i could they need get it. it anywhere else yeah but you live cents. in hipster heaven i do they have like a like you know like a like a bent coca-cola uh, cap from a thing and they go oh this was drinking by patty smith in 1981 it's yeah. 40 <laughs> and people are buying it Oh no, people, it's not even shit. hipsters. It's not the hipsters, it's the people that want to be cool like hipsters that come to visit tourists. And then they're like, we have to have this. We'll pay $20 for yeah. that. Yeah, it That's is right. definitely, this, they do look Right? Cool. No, this one was on, this one, this this Coca-Cola cap was used in the movie Flatliners, you guys. No, that it was. That's right. Oh I my God. All right, let's try I to get back on track here with this film. <laughs> yeah, this we even so started about talking important. about the movie. That was all important. Yes, <laughs> it's all pivotal. I mean, let me bring it back here for you, sweet and Heisinger. The sweet so Heisinger show. Happens. It uh, happens. So in this, this movie, movie opens up with, I think a few of them are graduating because they walk out. They're not all wearing robes, but they do have enough caps. <laughs> so there's automatically a academic question of validity in my mind. Right up from the first scene. It costs money for those also, roads. It was honest, the cheapest graduation. These guys graduated from Georgetown University, class of 85. They are literally running the country. Now, like Ted Cruz is in this movie. He is. He plays everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they just CGI'd Camilo <laughs> Estevez onto him because he was No, no, it's, Ju- it's Judd Nelson as Ted Cruz. That's, that's, the, that's the twist in this movie. He yeah. was the politician. He started off young yes. and handsome and then went Republican and then it was over. Yes. He, just, he does oh. decide to be Republican and that's his character. And it's just such an odd film. I had not seen this until recently. And oh, out of wow. the Brat Pack movies, I got to say, I mean, this is the one to skip. This was, they were so, everyone is so awful. And that's what really <laughs> perplexed me the whole time. I kept scratching my head. Just, am I supposed to like anybody? I was Mm-mm. so good. Everyone is just so terrible. No one is likable, and no one does a single good thing. And that's why Amen. I'm here to. That's talk why they're about together. Because that's why. <laughs> that's why nobody really... else wants to be in their life. It almost felt like a character <laughs> study, or maybe an Altman film, but it wasn't because I felt like we were supposed to like these people, but we don't. It, it felt like it was supposed to be a Brat Pack movie, a Breakfast Club, or some sort of character arcs, but there wasn't. It was just awful. They're Seven disjointed characters, all living each different story right. it's like this movie doesn't even schumacher must have been fucked up when he was doing the dailies he'd have been yeah, like this is good now i want to go deep on this character we're going deep into kerbo exactly and i mean and it's hard to say My question, I didn't how do did all these a... people get into georgetown this guy's a saxophone yeah. player who loves drugs this guy's a waiter who doesn't know shit this guy's a writer who never publishes how do these guys even get into college i got rejected Rich from parents college. They yeah. didn't. Isn't that a trivial fact from the movie that the colors were wrong? I, I read something quickly and I didn't write it down. Sorry. Wow. Were you watching somebody <laughs> they got the colors wrong. I, for Georgetown? <laughs> I was listening Probably. to it. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it I was you can find that on, on the way over. That's what I was doing. Nice. Staying can you sing it for us? That's how old it is. It's still on tape. <laughs> it never we got have tri- seven characters to discuss and uh, a crazy theme song so we should Yowzers. i'll let okay. you guys know. Yeah, i'm sorry i just keep that? interrupting i'm so excited i'll tell you guys the truth <laughs> this movie came out when i was a small child 1985 was like the big year for me in movies because you got to go see like whatever movies you wanted to peewee's big adventure was right. high on my list i was a child mm-hmm. but my mom yeah. dragged me to see this piece of garbage i never understood it <laughs> nobody understands it. they only remember one scene where he lights the thing on fire but we'll get to that later uh <laughs> You know, and then my, but my mom absolutely loved this movie because she has terrible taste in film. And so it was one of her all time favorites. 
I remember she tried to do her hair like Demi Moore and it did not work. Oh, wow. There you go. Just I'm glad of all the things she was doing in the film. I'm glad that's all your mom picked. Yeah, well, that's all you could pick, right? <laughs> that if was... you're not an architect who has a rich boss, you can't do a lot of things in the movie. Yeah, that's funny. My girlfriend was talking about it. She went to a party and Demi Moore was there and they were all hanging oh. out with the monkey from The Hangover because they were all taking turns taking pictures with it. So wow, Demi that's... Moore was very nice. But... Well, way to name drop that's there, good. Heisinger. Very nice. Yeah. Name drop. Got more it to come. The, yeah, it was, you know, the second person name drop. Right. That was even better. One time I knew a guy who ate, ate right. dinner with iced tea and uh, Demi Moore you could walked say, over to him. Oh, you could say well, you hey. kiss a woman <laughs> that met... Anymore, and well, she was since nice. you guys are talking <laughs> shit, I have met someone else in this movie named Amy oh, McDowell. Yes, what? Well, at a premiere of her well, film. Yes, oh one, a few years God. back, she looks the same. She's had some yes. Botox, but very lovely same. lady. And her subplot is the best. terrifying. The it best. is so <laughs> fucked up. I, well, I mean, right <laughs> off the bat, we get into it. There's a car crash. We're supposed to feel some sort of sympathy because Rob Lowe almost killed. Was that his wife or was that Mare? He's he is seeing uh, ugly uh, Ali Sheedy, but he hey, also hey, has a hey, wife hey. and child. Mare she is odd here. looking. All right, she, she is, is full of charity and love in this film. You shut your dirty mouth. She is a virgin. <laughs> That's her only character trait, and she is seeing a married Aww. man. So it's really hard for me to have any sympathy for her. I mean, she's supposed to be the likable one, but she's still going through the bad boy phase, and it's just it's hard. But he drunkenly gets them in a car crash, and they almost go to jail. But we're supposed to like these people. Listen, you have to under, when you're watching this movie you have to understand one thing um joel schumacher does not know how to direct heterosexual love stories um right but he knows See? that but and so and when it comes to like 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 <laughs> you know love scene it's so this whole movie is super awkward Every, nobody knows why they're fucking nobody <laughs> knows who they're fucking a lot of people are just fucking off camera right <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't God. think so, Joel Schumacher was awkward, ever in. Yeah. I don't think he was ever in love. I don't think he ever. Well, Schumacher, he, right, he's more in the uh, the hit it and quit it category. It seems. Yeah, that's all of his movies, kind of one and done. Yeah, he did two Batman movies, but that was about it. Then he noped out. He just likes doing the, the single films. Yeah. And, you know. Well, there's the whole, him. there's the whole script for Kevin up to the end. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Kevin Hines right, went. because he right, so a, this... didn't want to be in love. He's like, I hate love. I don't. Oh yeah. Um, yes. Well, yeah. That's right. Andrew McCarthy in this movie. Yeah, is Joel Schumacher, is Joel Schumacher. The angsty I'm... writer who was so annoying and insufferable, who yeah. just hates that's... love. He says love sucks about five times, as if yeah. we didn't. Okay, like smoke another cigarette, dude. Right. Just got the angsty. A lot poet. of cigarettes in this movie too, right? Yeah, this I'm gonna... Ghostbusters with the amount of cigarettes they smoke. It was. Just I'm gonna call cool him McCarthy because I threw you off there for a second when I said Kevin. Because uh, you keep saying Kevin. Yeah, That's I know. What throws me so I'm gonna call him yeah, McCarthy. Just... I know you're like. What? I'm gonna call everyone by their actor's <laughs> name because I don't yeah. remember what their actor's character name was. You yeah, have to it's because really, yeah, because I, I don't even remember besides Kevin Kirby. And Billy. Kirby. Kirby. Kirby's the best Emilio. one. Right. That's the spinoff. Wait, isn't it Dale guy. and Kirby? Dale Kirby. and Kirby. I don't know. Kirby, your enthusiasm is the name of the subplot oh, of no. Look at that. Yep. Because again, in the first scene, we're still on the first scene. We haven't moved past. <laughs> this movie it's is almost two hours. We're going to have to jump around quite a bit because there's only a few, so many subplots we can get to. But Emilio in this movie, he sees a girl that he went on one date with, Woman. Amy McDowell. Woman. 
woman. Yeah, we're so woke here. No, he makes yeah. the distinction later. That's why it wasn't he, for me. He makes the distinction later when he's like, she's a woman. And like gives this speech about why he wants to obsess on this person he's only known for a couple of oh, days. Oh, he went on one date. And the most disturbing mm -hmm. part about trivia that I was reading up is that this is based on an actual crush that the writer had on someone. That was really fucked yeah. up. What the, did you, I hope that it was... <laughs> exaggerated i hope you didn't actually do uh, any of these following things because it is very fucked up he sees her they reconnect right. and he just falls right back in love and for no reason he's obsessed he says he's obsessed and for no reason the theme song starts playing and i thought right. it was so odd because this theme song has absolutely nothing to do with the movie there's no, and I was reading up on it there because they had nothing to write about. So it's, I think it's about an Olympics athlete. It's a Paralympic athlete. Yeah. Rick Hunter. Yes. Yes. And it's about his wheelchair and like the man in motion. And the it was wheels. called the man in motion tour. And he yeah. was trying to wheelchair across. He was inspired by Terry Fox, who was very probably one of the most famous Canadians in the 70s. There's a guy with one leg who tried to walk across the country. There and so go. then That's... he went wheelchair and he wheelchaired is... around the world. <laughs> And that, this guy wrote the song thinking this, about him. And then there you go. And they literally this, just this, said this St. Elmo's Fire. Awesome. And, <laughs> and they just, he just says St. Elmo's Fire in the song a couple of times, just because <laughs> they only had a short amount of time, but they just say, oh, the name of the bar. There well, we go. It's like using Lust for Life for the, you know, cruise, right? It's a heroin song. Right. And there's families. I mean, this yeah. just sounds good. We'll just use this. Exactly. Born in the USA <laughs> for hell yeah, America. Like, I don't think you're listening. You're not. To the lyrics, you didn't. Nope. Yeah. There's not. There's not a certain. There's not a single person to be inspired <laughs> right. by. It's an inspiring song. But you're playing yeah. the song when Emilio decides that he's gonna stalk the shit out of Annie McDowell, and that's what it, I don't doesn't add it's, up too much it's oh a feat God. it's a feat um being yeah. stalking is rough. Quick, let's just tell everybody who the yeah. characters are okay yeah. so we let's just talked about kirby this is for which you. is emilio, emilio estevez. estevez yes wow in one of his finest roles besides free jack <laughs> right yeah mighty duck he's the classic okay. Rainbow Man. um he's been around uh rob lowe plays himself in this film saxophone <laughs> playing he's, whore. he's a lost boy <laughs> Okay. He's 100%. He's an, he's an outsider. Okay. The get, it, get it straight. <laughs> okay. uh, Judd Nelson. I really thought this movie was the sequel to The Breakfast Club to my child mind. And I was like, well, I guess his dad beat him. That's why he's such an asshole in this movie. It kind of makes sense, right? That's Judd Nelson plays. The, I can see him. Uh, grad, he's the only graduate that actually wants to be in politics from Georgetown, by the way. Uh, seven graduates. Oh, only one is in politics. One is an architect. One is a waiter. It's incredible. I love it. Uh, the other guy, Andrew That's McCarthy, realistic. we talked about. Andrew McCarthy, the, the Kevin of the show, if you will. Uh, writer, Very depressed, nice. lots of cigarettes, lots of too much poetry for his young age. And then the mm -hmm. girls, Mayor Winningham, who Kevin, who, who Heisinger on the- Secretly likes, I guess. He secretly likes, but he says he looks funny, <laughs> even though he's got a huge yeah, crush on He just does a huge crush Moore, on that virgin. Yeah. <laughs> who is every bad decision you've ever made when you were 21. Right. Male or female, it doesn't matter. Like, everything, everything. And then, uh, of course, Ali Sheedy saves the day by there. We go. Like almost a beacon of normality. Almost. 
Almost. Almost. I but think, not is that everybody? Really. That's everybody. That um, pretty much is. You yeah. know, there's seven of them. You know how I know? Because they crammed all into that Jeep driving around so unsafely. Oh, okay. That, that was odd. Yeah, yeah that was but, a good way to count them, though. But... In the 1980s, if you had a Jeep, that meant you were a rebel immediately. It wasn't like nowadays where it's like fashionable. It's like, oh, it's a fun Jeep. Oh. That was it. Like, there's also used in Flatliners where Kiefer Sutherland has a Jeep. And that's like, he's like a, I'm just saying. And that movie's Denny really Moore's on Jeep. your mind. It must be the cap that you want. Is it, it, was yeah, it Schumacher did, this, did Flatliners too, right? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Honestly, I've oh, never man. seen it. I'm well, sure what, how did you have a movie? How do you have a podcast about bad movies and not have that movie on there? Oh, turn this screen I've heard off, Kevin. It's mediocre. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm done. I hope I recover from that one. But yeah, they, they are on a plane, all... you moron. All right. What are you married to an oil tycoon with this attitude, huh? <laughs> yeah, throwback to something, <laughs> an inside joke that we said earlier before yeah, we started well, recording. Everybody but... will get it. Don't worry. <laughs> everyone <laughs> at home, everyone at home listening. I think they're in their cars when they're listening. If you're driving out to Blythe right now, we just want to say, put both hands on the wheel. Please. Ten and two. Ten, Ten and, and two. two. <laughs> And, and two. So our graduates go after the hospital, they go to their favorite place, which is the bar. The oh, bar literally. Wait, that's fires. where they say they're dead. Isn't that the first line? They're dead, aren't they? <laughs> like that's that's one of the yeah, first lines, they, right? They was, I knew it was gonna be a good movie. They would have been better. They oh. would have been better off. But no, <laughs> right. Rob Lowe survived, gets arrested, gets released, they get oh. drinks. And I knew I hated these characters when I found out they have their own chant. That's when I knew I hate really? every single one. I see one you with that crowd, Kevin. I'm surprised. You I see was... me doing chants and doing I all do. these I see you secret kind handshakes of in public. You seem like a yeah. flat wow. kind of kid. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely. Or are you from Alaska, boy, maybe? Or something? You. I don't know. Yes. I live in an igloo. But <laughs> that's an inside callback. Another inside joke. I know. Be kinder to our Alaska brethren here. Come on now. That's a, a a joke from a former podcast. Sorry, we'll fill you in later. We've seen North, wow. right? It's, it hates We've... Eskimos. We all do. But wow, the movie the movie continues, and to make them more likable, Rob Lowe immediately starts cheating on his girlfriend. Well, I mean, trying yeah. to he's flirting with uh... a girl at the bar, and Judd Nelson goes, "Um, would you excuse me?" And as you do to a grown man in college, gives him a swirly. As you do, as obvious clearly we just clearly. talked about this judd nelson has ptsd from the breakfast club that's why he lashes out in this film exactly but then you yeah. know <laughs> things happen life happens this movie has a lot of characters that make a lot of bad decisions yeah i think maybe uh, it's don't go to college i mean maybe yeah, that's the, the maybe moral of this don't the, go to well, Georgetown you know, if you don't plan on getting a career in politics. Like, how are you going to go to Georgetown? Not. Or don't pretend to go to Georgetown if you can't even get the colors right. Uh, <laughs> and so now they've all graduated and they are literally set free from the structure that they knew. It's a very, this is the coming of they age. They were part. better off. <laughs> they should when you realize, right, that's why some people become permanent like TAs and they never leave college. It happens. I'm not ready for the real world, you guys. I'm just going to be over <laughs> I, here. It's rough to go out there. <laughs> it, is. it is it's still rough. It's, rough it's rough when you're still in love with someone that you went on one date on with, with you know, yeah i mean life Emilio it's is hard so, enough it's hard enough let's talk about this plot all right we <laughs> gotta talk about the entire Emilio subplot because it's bothering <laughs> okay. it is it's so 
It's it important. Is so it's to the end, okay? He predatory. Well, there. we got to gradually talk about how awful it gets. I mean, oh, at first, dude. you, you just know. said we don't have a lot of time here. Just trying to well, we we got to oh, skip man, around we... a little bit. There's only so many. Are we going backwards? I mean, <laughs> no, no, we're no, going to go forward okay. slightly. He runs, okay. So he and runs then... into her at the opening scene of the movie because she's a doctor now, and he is, and he loved her when she was a senior and he was a freshman. I'm using hand signals for the people at home that can't see it. It's it's helpful to us. It is. Though. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> so he decides he's going to become immediately obsessed with her, and sleeping with her is the only thing that's going to make his life have any meaning. And boom, he sets about his plot. She very respectfully declines in a very nice mm -hmm. manner. I feel like most guys would be happy if you're not an idiot in college. You'd be happy to be let down so kindly from such a person that you were such a jerk to by being so forward. <laughs> right. <laughs> Side yeah. note: He takes a funky job. He pulls the classic movie uh, thing, which is I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, <laughs> become somebody. I think this is the plot for a Rob Schneider movie too, where he watches somebody's house and throws a party in her honor and then she does not show up <laughs> and he immediately leaves the party to drive to the catskill mountains in new york well see now you're jumping ahead first yeah. i want to talk about <laughs> the I mean, rain he does go on he goes on a date with her and she has to leave because you as you do you know you're oh on yes call. they call you at the restaurant they know you're going to be at and mm -hmm. she has to hold leave. on he obsesses go on he paid for a table for four, even though there were just two. I mean, he yeah, was. Yeah, he showed up he two hours table. early. Yeah, calls his friend <laughs> to try to get to know more facts about her, as you do. Is stalking. Yeah, just I mean, before the internet, you couldn't just Google search somebody. <laughs> yeah, you needed the the whole ear thing in your ear where they <laughs> whisper the facts to you. <clears throat> so plot do. from Roxanne, by the way, if you love eighties movies. All right. Yes. Bring yes. it back to it. Bringing it back, but as you do, he's. The date doesn't go well, but he's still obsessed. And he's standing in the rain. And was he waiting for her to leave her apartment? Is that what he was doing? He was literally just standing with his bike. He does see Annie McDowell go to a party and follows her. But not creepy at all when you're seeing all these people at a party and it's pouring rain and you're just standing staring through the window. That and was, then when it's yeah. now when it switched to the POV shot like you do from you know Halloween where you're about to fucking murder somebody and you're walking through a party and everyone's looking at you what the hell's wrong with you and then he amazing. finally walks up to that might have been my McDowell, favorite, my favorite and, scene if there I kept is one. writing down like what the fuck is happening is he going to murder her right he goes right up to her and it's it just points wet. to the camera points to Emilio and he just goes, is it, she asks him how you're doing. And he says, I'm obsessed. Thank you very much. And wow. What an intro. That's it's an intro. Hard. It's hard I'm to glad be in love. passed the Emilio laws since then, right? The Kerbal it's... stalking laws in DC. Like that's gotta be because of him. It and was... me too as well. Yeah, but, but it's then all... they just end the scene. Like they don't. I want to see the humiliation of walking out of that party all wet. And like, how did you? You know what I mean? How did that go? And and why would no. you invite this fucking psychopath back to your place? And that's what's <laughs> blowing my mind. Andy was way too nice to this guy. He made his intentions very clear from moment one that he is obsessed with you and will do anything to be with you. But right. <laughs> they go back to her place and she says, I'm far from perfect. I'm such a slob. I can't even make the bed, blah, blah, blah. And they're hanging out. She sneaks off, goes to the bathroom. Now, Emilio goes over to her bed. 
and uh, grabs one of her pillows and just takes a nice whiff. And this nice. now I wrote this in all caps. Like he, he I saw it. It's true. Fucking pillow. And this is where it was. Even the roommate looks at him and goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he just goes, "Oh, nothing." And she comes back now. Just again, very predatory. Just wiping my nose. Very, very <laughs> scary. And what I don't understand, she just goes, "I mean, I just don't really know why you like me." You know, she mentions something about doctors and money, and then he goes. That's it. You want a guy who's yeah. rich. Duh. Uh -huh. That's it. That's fucking. Why don't you just say so and just wait? You're in her apartment and you could probably get lucky. I don't know what's about to happen. I mean, she's basically telling him to, you know, fuck up. I don't know what she was doing. I mean, she invited uh, she him She likes back. being thought... stalked, but she does. You know, she's giving mixed signals, clearly. I, I don't know what Stalk the fuck... me, but don't. <laughs> she's no, saying, flattering, don't but I stop. Have no yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't understand. I mean, she, she invited you back to her apartment. Granted, you're a psychopath, but I feel like things might go well. But then he decides, no, wait, let me come back when I have a better job. Obviously, why didn't you say and that he's from dry. the get-go? <laughs> and his clothes are dry. Yeah. But then exactly. that doesn't work out later, does it, CT? And we'll Not there. <laughs> no, that's weird. Yeah, because he does. Also, let's talk about the race. They have Mr. Kim in there, the only Korean person in the whole film. Slightly right. racist, wealthy businessman type trope. Not too bad, but still, it is funny. That's the only person of color in the whole movie. Right. Is Turbo's temporary boss. Pretty so common. Yeah, in is, many films. <laughs> and as you do, he gets a personal assistant position. Immediately borrows one of his limos, has the limo driver stalk Andy McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> Invites her to a house party that he's now throwing at his boss's place because apparently he's really tight with him after working with him for two hours. Yeah, and I mean he's as, yeah. a good employee. <laughs> he's the one of the best. It's Amelia. Those are you always my favorite face. parts of movies. Like there's never any thought to the time. Like it's Not that easy. I defense, must be that, the worst employee is, in the world. <laughs> in Kerbo's defense, that movie was also like a whole movie for some other actors. You know, in this movie, it's a subplot. Ooh. But that whole thing could be its own movie. It's the 80s. Anything goes, right? right? Anything goes. It does feel like they tried Say to make five <laughs> movies into this movie. Yeah. You know? One of them was a psycho yeah. stalker film disguised right. as a bizarre love story, which yes. <laughs> really, bizarre. it did really bother me. All right. So does... they're at the party. He throws for her. Nobody shows up. This is Megan's favorite part. Okay. <laughs> he oh, he immediately leaves the party in a LeBaron with no chains and takes off. <laughs> go to the Catskill Mountains. That's, I mean, that's, okay. So it's he's very on her. smart. He, find out, he finds out like from the hospital or some illegal method where she's at. He literally drives there and he's still wearing a tuxedo from the party. The fake party. Mm -hmm. Still. Just a penguin. Which, which was also an inspiration for the Jackie Chan movie, The Tuxedo, by the way. So he they shows up film. at the movie. Or at the, at the, so he shows up at the house and she's there with her actual boyfriend who's like a man man. You know, he's like 30... <laughs> And they're like in the woods enjoying a weekend alone for his lovers too. And then this college-age punk shows up because he's obsessing and he tries to declare his love and all this shit. And then he goes to leave. He gets all, you know, in the 80s when they get all like moody and, they'd be like, and then they just leave, right? That's how a lot of people learn how to fight. And so he goes to leave, but then his car is stuck in the snow. And in my mind, this is the greatest scene in the whole movie is when boyfriend guy has to yes, run up it is. the car and be like... 
Look, buddy, you're stuck. Come on in. Come in the house, you'll freeze to death. And Kerbal's we'll like, some tea. No, I'm such an emo punk bitch. Like, I'm in love with your girlfriend and nothing's going to satisfy me unless she does. And he's such an emo punk bitch right there in that scene. But this dude is such a, like, a gracious man to be like, come on inside. Come and, on, uh, fella. You know? And so he comes inside and like, all is well. They have hot tea and everything. And they the all have day, a threesome. They get the car yeah. out. Yes. And, the like, <laughs> and then they all talk. Chains and we'll get you moving out of here. And that's when Kerbo takes the opportunity to sexually assault Annie McDowell right there. Right. right. Grabs poor, her, plants a big lady. kiss on her. She acts like she likes it just to move on with the moment, as a lot of people did in the 80s. The boyfriend and comes then, back and she's got the she got the cat that ate the canary look on her face. And she's waving to him as he leaves. And she loves it. I'm telling you, she loves being like, she wants someone to be obsessed with her always. Yeah. Women like that. You know, let's just say it. We like that. Wow. <laughs> we I'm glad sweet she her I have had women. stalkers. Thankfully, they weren't violent. And no, I don't want those back. But I've had the strange experience of, because you know what it is? When you're a nice person, people think that you like them. Yes. Yes. And then, like, I was a waitress, too, and everyone's like... Oh, sure. Yeah, if you're nice, yeah, I'm like, I'm doing my... I am nice, but I'm also doing my job. And I'm right. talking to you because you're at the restaurant I'm working at, not because we're on a date. Like, I'm getting paid <laughs> to serve your food. Wow. Let's, and let's I'm being nice right. to you. Let's take a moment here, Kevin. So, Megan, how do you make you feel? <laughs> yeah. When you go to I restaurant? have my own therapist. Well, because Kirby was working at a restaurant <laughs> and he felt the need to go and stalk. I mean, that's a lot of balls for a waiter who has to wear a red bow tie. You know, right. I mean, I remember when I was a waiter, job. I had to wear a bow tie all the time, you know, my little penguin outfit. And um, I just didn't feel like, you know, obsessing too much over people and driving too far. Exactly. That was back yeah, in the it's... 80s when you had to drive 100 miles to get disc. You couldn't just send a text. <laughs> He's like, no, LOL. And then you're like, and then it's over. It's you know, more expensive. That's very true. Yeah. That's a good it's point. A lot harder to get rejected. Uh, People worked you know. so much harder back then. Oh, my God. And, you know, well, that's just one subplot of this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that wraps it up. He does drive off in the sunset. Uh, laughing like a psychopath, so I feel like it was a fit. Yeah, I thought him. she was, I was in. I was the, hoping. Was, I got I thrown off. Die. I thought she jumped in the car. I was like, did I miss he, something? Why no, is that's he, an alternate cut where he put uh, her in the trunk, Megan? Oh, okay, yeah. that's what. I, yeah, I didn't. Why is he so happy? She's yeah. literally. She's now getting railed by that actual <laughs> man, and you're just a, a predator, right. just <laughs> driving off into the sunset alone. Right, like when you, as soon as right. you leave, they're gonna fuck so good. Okay, yeah, she has a great. She is and you're so alone hot again. right now. She's right. like, I she's need it like, right now. He's like, happy. Get me inside. He, he finally got some. What is? Yeah. I just, All uh, right. Uh, side note on Andy McDowell, right? She started off as one of the Maybelline supermodels. A lot of people don't think of her as a supermodel, but she absolutely was in the early eighties. She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, her she first movie is. was Tarzan. I was actually called Grace Stoke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. I only oh, know because I live in Tarzan. Oh. Um, <laughs> And Not but her right. accent was her southern accent was so thick that they had to dub over her role or lines in that movie. Wow! So when she did this movie, this was like her big like speaking role um, breakthrough. That's why she only has a few lines and she's got like that like sweet southern accent because that's the way she talks. She really stepped up her game and fixed it all for uh, Green Card. That's all I'm saying. I I remember Green did. Card. Oh, oh what a film! Wow! Oh, I what remember Muppets from Space. That was a, the, was in Green that. Card was a lot like this Kirby subplot. If you want to know, can we it. review that? Because I think that is it really bad? Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's Gerard Depardieu's best English movie. 
You never guess you never saw it, Kevin. Something. I've never even heard of it, but I'm oh, always oh my gosh. Put that on the oh, garbage. We, we'll do that with CT. You know what also I noticed <laughs> is none of these actors went on to become like truly incredible like craftsmen of right. the you know of some of the other ones were you know some of the other brat packers, right? Tom Cruise went on to be the highest echelon of movie star you could be. Right. Uh, you know, Swayze is beloved forever. Uh, Rob Lowe uh, had some career, uh, woo, but then he came back hard with that Comedy Central roast of Rob Lowe. So I recommend you, you all watch that. He yes. was funny in Parks and Rec. He had a nice little comeback. There he did like have a little comeback well for himself. In Parks and Rec. Forgot on, about I'm that. Talking about like top of the top. Emilio Estevez <laughs> was, you know, in Young Guns, and now what? He's running a winery. Come on. He we is. We can all be, yes. you know. I didn't know. Did you tell me? Did I? Was I supposed to know? I told to you notice? that before because I'm in the wine business. You know that. That's and, right. Uh, I did know that. So uh, he actually forgot. He likes good wine. <laughs> no, I think Demi Moore became the biggest star because she did the striptease yeah. movie, and we were like, "Yes, we need more nudity. Please give us Demi Moore." Good for her. Right? And speaking of her character, now we'll just go. We're just gonna have to go down the line about why go down all the line. these you characters. Want to talk about are so oh, that was awful. a good. Yeah, that was a perfect segue. Talking about or up the line. Let's let's do a bump of Demi Moore's storyline. <laughs> oh it's... boy, her name is Jules, which is code for cocaine spoon you wear around your neck. Oh my! Didn't even know that. Well, now See, I know. Look and at all the things, beautiful. everybody listening. Look at all the things you learn. It's almost like you get a degree. And Demi Moore is an <laughs> insufferable listening. cunt in this film. I'm just going to put it out. I mean, I think that's the best way to describe her character, right? She's pretty awful. I, she. So I mean, right off the bat. I mean, she goes it's up to Andrew McCarthy. To <laughs> she goes up to Andrew and has this whole scene where, why don't you like me? You know what? You're gay. I'm telling you now. This is what yeah. you are. Not only are you, you gay, never... I'm deciding this for you, but I want to set you up with my friend. And I just thought this was so cunty and rude to just assume someone's sexuality. And not only that, but to insist, no, no, no. Yes, you, you are. That's why you're not attracted to me. Because right. I'm so fucking amazing. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, this, like, and then, of course, he's smoking a cigarette in response. And in his mind, I know what he's thinking. is like, I love a lady. He's probably saying just the same the thing he's saying, right? I'm in love with a woman. This is just the one. <laughs> and this guy, Andrew McCarthy, is just hopelessly in love with Ali Sheedy, even though, you know, he could have gotten a perfectly fine prostitute. But oh. no. Well, it's I, Ali Sheedy. Oh, oh. Okay, He's a so big crush of mine. I grew up loving him, by the way. My mom absolutely loved Andrew McCarthy. That's I love the movies I watched. Big crush. Fun, right, how turned on my mother got about the stuff. Oh, oh so I saw every Andrew McCarthy movie. <laughs> That's not awkward. Yeah, every Andrew McCarthy I, movie. Definitely he's typically pretty like. He's pretty likable in other movies, but amazingly not this one. They really <laughs> made him insufferable. Yeah, and they really he, made him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's in... Um, Here's a little trivia for you. He's in the movie Less Than Zero. That yes. he is. Him and Robert right. Downey. Uh, and Robert that, Downey was supposed to be in this movie as Judd Nelson's character. And I felt oh. like they were really shaping his face to look more like Robert and less like Judd. You know? I thought they were, <laughs> Here's an actor who's going to be more <laughs> successful and <laughs> do better things. But it was odd. Their whole love triangle. I mean, Ali Sheedy is dating the also insufferable Judd Nelson, who is sleeping mm. around. And Ali's on to him. And there's a scene at the party where she admits to him, I, you're fucking other women, aren't you? And he goes, what did Kevin tell you? And he goes, she just literally says nothing. I don't, and he didn't do anything. So clearly what you do, wait, like I'm cheating on you. I'm upset at Andrew. So I'm gonna go up to him 
and just shove him, almost beat the shit out of him. Because what did you just, what did you say? And he didn't, right. literally didn't do anything. He's kind of like Will Smith lashing out at someone who didn't really do anything because he's upset about his own relationship. But it happens. He does get in a fight for no reason. And then he just says, hey, you know, it's over. Let's break up. As you know, so, so likable is Judd Nelson and his Ali Sheedy relationship because they just don't want to get married. That's just the big thing because you know he's in politics, and the, well, and you know, and then he switches, yeah, because right? they got the liberal tent. He comes home one day and he says, I'm a Republican now because they pay more. Let's get married, it's good for my image. What woman doesn't like that? Yeah, I mean, doesn't like it when the husband comes home, and says, honey, I can yeah. get more money if you'll just pretend to be. My, that you like me okay if we just put on this front we can all live better sizzler for everybody our house will just Every be night. nicer i mean <laughs> oh. sizzler it'd be well because nice. you know uh <laughs> what is judd nelson doing i mean he's a yuppie he's the only guy that's actually in politics in the movie he's moving on you know jewel we didn't talk about demi Moore. she's allegedly supposed to be an international banker but she obviously doesn't know shit about finances <sighs> Not only that, movie. and she a weird subplot. She's sleeping with her boss. Another affair mm -hmm. in this movie, and mm -hmm. then ends up losing her job. But yeah. but yeah. while she's having that affair, she thinks that she like she literally thinks she's hot shit. I mean, and that's why she's so despicable in this film is that she's like too stupid to realize that this is all temporary. That you're literally just like the play toy for your old ass nasty boss. And as soon as he's done, he's gonna rip that giant mural of Billy Idol. Right off the wall. Yeah, what the fuck was up with that? that was Bro, his face was supposed to be in that movie, but they couldn't afford it. They just afforded his face. They could only afford his image, not his sound. <laughs> the only thing that made me hate her, like, hate her, hate her in this film, her character, was the food the food bank or whatever where oh she's, she's like so i'm not hungry and she goes and throws out the food yes yeah, yeah. homeless I, were they at a, a homeless shelter i'm confused or or just like a you see. know what's it called where you go yeah that's where she uh, was volunteering at the homeless shelter yeah. is where mary yeah. Cunningham's character is she that's what she right does. she's rich she volunteers she, at the homeless shelter so the girls come down and talk to her one day yeah and Denny dressed up dressed up <laughs> dressed up all nice in front of the homeless people yeah and then she doesn't eat the food yeah, and then she she's throws it out. Like, she's like, I don't. She's super doesn't even offer it. But yeah, well, you know, <laughs> actions speak a lot louder than you know the words. Even though the words, the words yeah. were also very loud right. in your face in this film too. That these characters are just awful, and it doesn't work out too much for Demi. I mean, it gets slightly better, but not really, not not so much because you know. Her whole story, but we do get that love triangle. I mean, Ali Sheedy does end up with Andrew McCarthy because he's just been in love with her for so long. He's not gay. He's not gay. Right, he just but you obsesses. know, it's a healthy relationship after you've been obsessing for a woman for four years and then you finally get together. I'm sure that's a really healthy, you know what I mean? Like in the end, they really got each other's best interests in mind. And, you know, when it's exactly. so one sided from the beginning, how is there that equal equality later? <laughs> They love each other. It's beautiful. They're, sure, they're really. good friends. <laughs> For a solid week. Yes, buds. <laughs> yeah, after the fight that Judd Nelson gets with Andrew, and then they do hook up. But then later that night, Judd Nelson comes home drunkenly saying, man, I fucked up. I really should have been nicer to Allie. Andrew comes out in his bathrobe and tries to console him. And at first, now, it was so odd because it's supposed to be maybe a touching scene where, wow, Judd really does love her and wants to make up, but it's just kind of awkward because you just cheated on Judd. 
you know, and it's just kind of weird. But then it just takes a giant 180 because then Ali Sheedy comes out and he's like, yeah, I just fucked Andrew. And he goes, oh. Well, wait a minute, because there's a little teasing oh. going on when uh, Judd Nelson goes, uh, is it the fat girl from what's is it the fat girl? Are you fucking the fat girl? Oh, right. Yeah. And then she walks out. She was it's not the fat girl. And then Judd Nelson's the best. This is the best role in the whole the best line in the whole movie. He goes, this is not happening right now. I'm like, oh, that's how I feel sometimes. In life. You know what I mean? Like that was. This is this can't be happening right now. That and I go, that's what that should have been the song. Somebody should have wrote the theme song that called that. It should have been a man in motion. It should have been honestly right. Fleetwood Mac should have done the soundtrack because oh, there's a band of a bunch yeah. of people just fucking each other and doing lots right. of flow. <laughs> it would have been way more appropriate, yeah. but not I mean, the but wheelchair. This song. is what a star maker movie does. Okay, everybody's in it. Oh, it's fun. We all had a good time. Nobody knows what happened. You know, when I ask people about the movie, like, oh, I love that movie. I go, what's it about? And they go, ah. <laughs> Great question. I don't know. I guess it was before Friends came out. We thought this was dope shit. These seven idiots. Oh, man. It was this made-up drama. This All is how people act, right? That's one the cell line. phone would have changed this whole movie. Anything. <laughs> or just yeah. one good person. It would have been a five-minute hey, short in a film uh, I gotta festival. I got to go back, though, to didn't uh, win. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Winningham. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. she was nominated for an Academy Award uh, in 95. That actress was. For what but movie? Her, I... uh, Georgia. Oh. <laughs> I never I saw haven't it. seen that. Anyway, I want to get back to Martin Balsam playing her dad. Okay, he's the best does. actor in this whole goddamn movie. He won the Academy Award in '66 for A Thousand Clowns. He was in Psycho. He's you know yeah like he's, he's been in all. He the he's the movies. real deal. He's a real deal actor, and so to cast him and give him such a piece of shit role, it was just like <laughs> the '80s are. That's what we do. We take our greatest actors of the old days and we just give them a, like a crappy role. I mean. Alec Guinness well, I feel like about how he hated Obi-Wan Kenobi so much because that's all they knew him for. He's like, I've been acting for 50 uh, years before that. You don't know one of those movies? I feel like they maybe narrowed his scenes down to only a couple. I feel like he was maybe overshadowing how good an actor he is as opposed mm. to all the others. That's my fan theory. All they right. can't have. I mean, all right, let me, let's do a rapid fire here. Okay, Megan, Kevin, you guys <laughs> oh, ready? Geez. Here we go. I, I guess. Emilio Love Estevez. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Uh, what's his best movie? Mighty oh, Ducks. God. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have a favorite. Okay, Rebo. Rob Lowe. What's his best movie? That's a great, Outsiders. I would say uh, Wayne's World. I, I think. Oh, oh. forgot. Oh, yeah. uh, now that you said both like those, I might have to go with Wayne's World. You know, Andrew McCarthy. Oh. You got a favorite movie by him? Weekend at Bernie's too. There you go. Uh, Demi Moore. I think pretty everybody's favorite movie with Demi Moore. <laughs> oh, Pretty in Pink is pretty good. What about Demi Moore? Um, you got favorite movie with her? Honestly, I don't know if I've really seen Striptease all the way through. I don't it's think good. I've it seen I never saw Striptease. It's such a piece of shit. What oh, about it has to be the one with Robert Redford, right? <laughs> what is that one where <laughs> he pays That's to have fun. sex with him? Is what that, is that movie? Indecent Proposal? Yes. Thank is you. she in that? That's, yes. Yeah. She's the That's one. her Woody <laughs> Harrelson? <laughs> That's her best. Ghost. Yeah. I think Ghost is. Oh, oh, Ghost. Yeah, she's like, there Ghost. we go. Ghost. See, I forgot I about all these movies. You Everybody know, that's forgot how about memorable Ghost they because are. She was good in it, and then she went back to being terrible. Like this was her moment. And she died. ended up making pottery for a while. So wow. good Everybody for her. Well, forgot. Yeah. One lesson was learned. Right. So nobody. My point is, nobody in this movie went on to like another great, like defining role. It was all just kind of like middle of the road, mm. vanilla. Like, oh, we need an actor. We'll get Andrew. Anybody who was the other guy in Weekend at Bernie's? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. 
that's my no, point. no more rapid fire this evening <laughs> i'm just saying i'm hanging on actors street. and all this talent and the brat pack yeah and all this, but li literally yeah, yeah. none of them went on to be like i mean demi moore definitely is at the highest level of movie star because, but it's iconic it's right. iconic oh this movie's right. iconic because the look the music video at the time they pulled a good one in the music video where they actually had the stars with the song guy singing and they're like hanging out in the bar together uh, nice. you know it was they don't make him like they used motion. to you know like because he's singing the song that has nothing to do with them which is hilarious i miss All movie right. music videos you know they uh, don't make i do like too like mm -hmm. uh, cindy listen 85 i told you 85 was a golden year the goonies cindy Lauper, oh yeah goonies, good, so that's the greatest good enough they have the wrestlers oh, yes. plus the actors saint almost fire future. great song uh the theme the love theme from saint almost fire also pretty good song if you listen to it on its own Unfortunately, these are like seven of the worst people that you'll ever meet in your life. And we get a glimpse inside of their life. Actually, the one that's not bad is the poor Mayor Winningham. You know, uh, her character. In the yeah. What's her character's name? Wendy Beamish. I don't imagine. <laughs> so, make her too innocent. Let make her right. more innocent. Like, you know, you know it was Beamish, odd. But she's a saint, you know. Yeah, and my only problem was with her. I mean, yeah, she's innocent, you know, daddy's girl, you know, still a virgin, but she's still fucking a married man. I mean, he's technically married, but it's just. But they're not fucking because she's a virgin. Odd. Well, she does in the end. Spoiler: she, she fucks Rob Lowe. Whoa, whoa she masturbates her on the way out of town. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but they fuck each other. Yeah. Oh, all There's right, all right. So we're actually difference. talking about plot now. So before before they fuck each other, there's a moment where reality crashes in for Demi Moore's character. Now, most people in life have problems. We have problems when there's goals that we've said that we don't meet, the expectations were too high, maybe we fucked up, maybe we need a second chance in life to get back to the good place where we know that we're capable of accomplishing things. But not this bitch, she is an idiot, man. I am. In, I hate her character so much because she's so sideswiped when the fact that she's like the side piece when it all comes crashing down because the boss doesn't want to have sex with her anymore and then she's like alone in the apartment and then she's going to commit the slowest suicide possible which is to freeze slash starve to death somehow in a, an apartment with no furniture and she's locked all the doors and a clown what is that clown, clown thing yeah that's just, just pure <laughs> cocaine i want to say that that was creepy i mean i was like is this a, a and there's still film now? now i don't know what the fuck is going on like yeah, like you should never kill so yourself. So then that becomes a really but... weird scene where she's locked in the house, but they're desperately trying to get in and they're screaming at her like it's a horror movie. Like, you know, Jules, honey, I can't remember. How, how many times do they all say each other's names in this film too? The word, the name Alec never left such a bad taste in my mouth until I watched this film again. I was like, golly, so they all just say Jeez. their names so often. So now here, here's what's funny to me, though, is that here could be maybe a redemption for Judd Nelson and all of them because they're here. Oh, we're going to save her. Yes. But then immediately the movie takes a 180. He goes, nope, they're still <laughs> awful because Judd right. grabs Andrew McCarthy and dangles him off the fire escape, almost killing him. So because selfish. You my girlfriend. And yeah. it's just wow. I thought wow. that and that's what really that's what made me really fascinated by the movie because I thought, okay, this is redemption. And the movie says, just kidding. It pulls the rug and says, no, they're still terrible people. Yeah. Cause he does. But he almost you know that that guy... murders him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. He almost murders him. That lets you know he's a real politician. He was willing to murder somebody to keep his career going early on That's in the true. game. That's some Ted right. Kennedy type shit right there. He it is to... the formula for being yeah. a politician. You know? But wait, you don't, do you not, did you not read the biggest trivial nugget about this? That, that the that, that 
No, that Demi Moore was told to go to rehab. Before the movie. She actually yeah. wasn't yeah. yeah, she wasn't really acting in this movie. She actually did yeah. have a very heavy <laughs> coke addiction and did have to go to rehab for most so, of filming. She, yeah, she had to go to rehab Chuck. before they agreed to this cast. Is her an in important this film. piece of the film, I do believe that's well, worth I think mentioning. it's funny when they're like, Oh, you know, it was the eighties, blah blah blah. I go, Man, come on. It wasn't like they were just like, Hey guys, we have cocaine on this movie if you want to be in it, you know. <laughs> they weren't just advertising, it's still kept it on the different down, time. Though not star wars the holiday special that we're talking about <laughs> yeah, that, it's not oh, not everything has a <laughs> budget for cooking not street fighter <laughs> yeah it's just it's a different not did, I, Blue I, did i do the street fighter one i didn't do the street fighter one with you guys no it was random. no we'll but... do mortal Kombat anytime you want there's so many Any bad day. movies in this world that's a good this one movie yeah. leads to it i would say of 1985 movies this is down on one the of list. them this is a character study in why people are hated like, I swear mm-hmm. to God, these guys, if they were all class of 85, then they got to be like 60. Now, they're literally running our world. These are the motherfuckers that are in charge of our world because they they think that furniture on credit is a real life and playing saxophone <laughs> at a gas station is a real career. That saxophone, <laughs> that sax scene, especially. I mean, when we find oh, out. Come on, yeah. with the fight. With it's the, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the Will Smith moment right there. He's like, yeah, whatever, with my wife. Safe. I mean, that was well, the real somebody else out there moment. Like the Academy. Yeah. He does. See yeah, but somebody. then they get into a fist fight. And then that's yeah. the part where she cries out. Oh, it's so, that's so terrible. <laughs> well, well, and then that so poor actress, because... you never heard from her again, did you? Yeah, she has two scenes in this and then nopes out with her. Well, she son. was in the according her. to Gart. Um, very smart. Which is a big movie. Right. But here's the th- and that, so many scenes in this movie, like that one, Roblo gets in a fight with that guy, ends up basically getting beat up. Then he like yells at his wife. Then they kind of reconcile, you know, they make out, everything's fine, everyone just laughs it off. That's the majority of this movie. Such awful, toxic things happening, and they're just going, hooga, hooga, hooga. <laughs> they're drunk. Like, it's fine. It's fine. This yeah. is life. This is normal. This is a toxic, dysfunctional group. Nobody of studied that in college. Right. There were no psychology majors here. Well, so right. everybody's just going to be following Kirby around with downhill. a notebook, like trying to, like, right. what is this guy's obsession? Who is this? This guy is yeah. Freud in his own Freud. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Especially because there's that scene where Rob Lowe basically tries to rape Demi Moore. Yeah, you know, that, was, that was, you know, in front very of... Very uncomfortable. I mean, you know, puts takes her keys out of her car, puts it in his pants, says, come oh, and get it, baby. Oh, the, but, but that was the bad boy Jeep, just so you know. That was the yeah, bad boy it was Jeep. the Jeep. I didn't realize that that was... <laughs> the rapey Jeep. What was happening with Jeeps? Right. I didn't know. Thank so goodness, end, I didn't Demi know. Demi Moore is saved. Everybody leave. Rob Lowe decides to take his saxophone and leave town. <laughs> But he does. The one, the guy that tried to rape her saves her in the end. And it's okay yeah. that he's a predator because he has a conscience and he burst in. And a well, which I, I have to ask I mean, is that a really, <laughs> would that actually work? Would you die and kill yourself if you just open your windows and sat there? Would you freeze to death eventually? I mean, it feels like a really not efficient way to kill yourself. It feels contrived, pretty if you will. Tacky. If you're not sure. <laughs> Like right. you shouldn't kill yourself, but like I mean, look, this was the worst to, thing that happened to DC, right? This movie is the worst. I mean, DC DC Cab was a few years. Oh, before this that's movie. on the list. That's and uh, this movie is just up. about as good as that one. It's up there for eighties. <laughs> At least films. DC Cab, they knew they were pieces of shit. This one, I like movies be... where they knew they were. Pieces I didn't of see shit. that. No, the Police Academy. The hey, DC Cab. hey, you know what? Same director, Joel Schumacher. Forgot about that. And I have is the there? DC Cab VHS, and Schumacher on the back of it is a typo. 
So I thought that was. Oh, that's classic. interesting. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they spelled well, it fucking you wrong. Sell that with your Pokemon card and retire. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm keeping. That was before Grammarly, people... Kevin. <laughs> Some people resell shit. I keep it forever. You know, I have a copy of Song of the South, and I'm keeping it, and it's come, it's getting buried no, with me. Well, you should wow. Me. wow. It definitely should get buried with you, but that's not for a few years. You know, it should oh, get buried with this film. That's sad. I didn't, I, you know, my, my, uh, my overall review, a thumbs down. There's definitely movies from 1985 that are better than this. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Brewster's Millions. Back Brewster's Millions. <laughs> Batman yeah, I mean, Forever. Not... Batman. Uh, you know, <laughs> the there's doors. better movies with Andrew McCarthy in it. Man on Fire. Also, uh, oh, yeah, there's time. Ta- I mean, this was a hell of a year. Movie. <laughs> I mean, what the crazy thing is they convinced Demi Moore not to kill herself. And they all go out and they hang out. But here's what blows my mind. <laughs> like To wrap up the Ali Sheedy love triangle, she decides that she doesn't want to be with either of them. And that's the big ending. It's just, you know what? That's the big ending. She, did, and she friend zones them. She was, but I'd like to still be friends. And they and look they, at each other kind of like that angry dude thing. And then they just decide it's all okay. And they all go back to uh, the bar. But my, minus the saxophone guy, because he's already out of town. So the well, that's the irony. Guy, she doesn't like men. We find yeah, that in the scene. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, St. Wow. Elmo's her and Mary, larger fire. She <laughs> realizes Elmo's she doesn't friend. like men. St. Elmo's oh, Barbecue. The sequel, St. Right. Elmo's Fire in My Crotch. It's a yeah. Nice. Fire crotch. <laughs> but so, that was the, the movie, porn version. The, the symbology kicks in heavy at the end of the movie when they all go back to the bar and they mm-hmm. decide, no, I can't go out for drinks tonight because I have stuff to do because I'm an adult now. And then they decide, well, why don't we just meet for brunch as douchebags do? <laughs> for brunch. And, uh, it's the worst. Then it's they say, the yes, let's do it. But they go, oh, let's not go here. Let's go to Hands instead, which is a wonderful commercial for this piece of shit chain Hands. Right. Uh, I'm like, Hands is better. That's like saying Chili's is better than Denny. Get out of my face. So you have those in California? You have Hands? No, but I, I'm, oh, I, but I'm I thought well it was traveled. an East Coast thing. I but see. I'm well-traveled, so I understand how bad Hands is nationally. I've been, yes. And well, so here's what was... Well, I'm Irish, so of course I've been there. Oh, God. You What's call funny to me... Now, I thought that at the end of it, when they decide, let's not go to this bar, I thought, okay, this is their get-together. Let's not go to the bar and grow up. I thought they were just going to not drink together anymore. But then they decide, now let's just meet on Thursday instead at a different bar. Like, what the fuck? There was no character growth. Another moment where there could have been an arc. Could have been, okay, Mm -hmm. they just decide. Well, that's kind of realistic, actually. It's the bar's fault. (laughs) This is, this St. Elmo's fire is the reason we're awful. There's a lot of drinking in this movie. Right, there's a lot of drinking. In this. There's a very yes. particular scene that Absolute Vodka paid a lot of money for, where um, thank God, uh, where Demi Moore and what's her name are drinking the bottle of Absolute Vodka with themselves. It's where she goes. Uh, he turned Republican and he wants to get married. Clink, and they clink the glasses. And like so, that was like the cool part. That's when Absolute Vodka was really ramping up their advertising in America. They paid like twenty grand to put that bottle in there. That's a lot of wow. money. Wow. They started drinking heavily. They really. <laughs> 
they really wanted her to get married, but it didn't happen. She yeah, decides. And it's a little odd. They're still going to be friends after almost murdering each other and fucking each other. A lot of affairs, a right. lot of <laughs> terrible things, almost rape, and, you know, just a lot. It's of- a Christian film, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive and love. And that's the story of Jesus. <laughs> right. you know? It really it is a story about forgiveness. But I don't think it is, though. It's okay to forgive, but, you know, it's okay to also t- cut, you know, toxic people out of your life. And Emilio Estevez should definitely be in jail is really we never get it he stole his boss's car and took it to the snow and also trashed his fucking house so we never saw any repercussions Turbo. So it leads to my final <laughs> question well, it does lead to my final question out of all of these insufferable people who was the Ooh. worst oh the wow. worst was demi moore no oh. question Really? I think Emilio. Hands Zero. Down. No, because Emilio, those are real world skills. Okay. <laughs> Lying and cheating and like using it to get ahead and manipulating people. Because in the end, she still kind of smiled at him. But he got what he wanted by being a sociopath, which is terrible. But that's how life yeah, really man. works. I mean, we all live in Los Angeles. Maybe not. But if you do, guys like, I see guys like Kerbo every day. I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's a oh, good thing. Oh, are you talking to me? No. Um, yeah, it's rude. I think I'd have to nice. say Billy. I think I'd have to say Billy because that scene did it for me, the Jeep scene. Yeah. It was, I didn't, it was a tie I didn't think he redeemed two. himself. I'm like, what a. Yeah. And then the, the, the poor baby. He left town, though. At least he left town. Yeah. I guess. But, <laughs> that's my only. Re- I think yeah, he didn't drive a Jeep across. The, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the end, my only thing with Rob Lowe is at least he kind of wants to be better. That's the only slight arc. Not saying he's great. He's still awful, and he really doesn't learn much, and he does save Demi Moore at the end, even though he did almost rape her. Mm. That's the only thing that puts him slightly above Emilio, I think, because Emilio does not give a fuck. He thinks everything he did was totally okay, and there's no yeah. arc for him. He <laughs> fucking yeah. gets a new job, pretends to be someone that he's not, steals his boss's car, trashes his fucking place, and is going to kill somebody. Like, this dude is literally... All right, okay. Yes, I guess yes so Rob Lowe, yeah, he's a rapist. All right, awful, I guess that's bad. But Emilio <laughs> is a predator. He's gonna fucking oh. murder someone at some point. <laughs> this, the sequel is probably gonna be like the house that Jack built or some shit. This is gonna right. be... So, it's gonna be off. It's not... I look forward to reviewing that. Good. Wow. So, that's my only thing is that they're really... At least Rob Lowe slightly did want... He did. He All right, I, a they're job. still kind of head-to-head to me. I mean, yeah. It's still... Rob it's very... It's only by yeah, it's you a, know yeah. an edge. It's very thin, but still, at least he tried to have an arc. But nothing that Amelia did, he just tried to be someone else and pretend wow, manipulate. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, you're right. And he shouldn't drive in snow. It's hard to tell because they're all such pieces of shit. Even except the the girl that runs the charity is not a piece. She's just confused. She's not necessarily like an evil piece. But the other, yeah. there's evil man. I can't even look at it. She needs better friends. For Let me sure. ask you guys a question though about this movie. Uh, which of these actors do you think had the best career? I mean, we talked Demi Moore is probably the biggest oh. star, but I would say Andrew McCarthy. Man, he was in so many good well, movies. He's, I Class, love him. Staying <laughs> like, almost fire, less than zero. Yeah. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. And I would Weekend say. I'm going to say Rob Lowe because he's still kind of relevant. He did have a giant comeback with Parks and Recreation. He's got a book. He's touring. (laughs) He's doing stuff. He does like, he still looks great in great shape. And the only difference, because he's still kind of relevant, has a huge following. And Andrew McCarthy has done what since the 90s? I have not seen him do Oh, I don't know, like 100 movies and TVs? I don't know. 
but yeah, a lot of. I've seen him. I will He's say, like, but yeah. like a, okay, so start naming some Rob Lowe like fucking like what are his best movies? I, I'm trying to best think of what what we talked about. Wayne's no. World. That was a classic. He talked about The Outsiders. Uh, that was that definitely was... a film. I mean, The we Outsiders about... is probably my favorite of the Brad Pack movies. That's a great that's movie. Because I'm a, um... I'm a, you know, was in Austin born. Powers too. Can't yeah. forget. It was. A <laughs> <laughs> I did forget that actually. Those are funny. Yeah. I, I will say no. Funny. He's been sober for thirty years. Congrats. My cousin did meet him at a book sighting, and he looks the the exact same. So good for. He's still oh, kind of nice. relevant. Out out of everybody yeah. in this movie, he's still kind of relevant. He still has a giant following. That's my only thing. Wait, what McCarthy was a. Uh, uh... He directs Orange is the New Black. Oh, good for him. He oh, went he does? the camera. And he was, uh, oh. yeah, so how about that? Well, that's why oh, I like some of Rob Lowe's has more Insta followers. Mm. Wait, Let's look at that. what was the movie that he was in? Wasn't there a movie where Michael Douglas was like an English professor or something? What am I thinking of? Wonder Boys? Rob Lowe. Yes, thank you. That was uh, Rob Lowe, right? That's no. a deep cut. No, Who was in that? Is Robert Downey, uh, Tobey Maguire. Look at me getting them wrong. Oh, you got these white boys mixed I, up. I did. Know, I got those yeah. white boys. I'm always getting them mixed up. I do up. that too, man. I'm like, Tom them. Holland? Uh, I don't know. Is, who's that? Yeah. Wait, I see the new Harry Styles video. I was like, is that Spider-Man? I will say this, though. That? Rob Lowe sitting at almost 2 million followers on Insta. Andrew McCarthy, only about 50,000. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, there's still... still... <laughs> but Rob Lowe had sex with I like the underdogs. Bro, that's a felony. So that's all. I'm just saying a felony probably takes you out well, of this. I understand, but he still had, you know, you always got to drop the nuclear bomb at the end, right? The Hiroshima. No, let's not say that. <laughs> yeah, not so much. <laughs> okay, well, you we're going to go political. No, okay. right, let's go political. So, you want any, any thoughts on Ukraine as we. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's oh, wrap wow. it up with something really light <laughs> well, about Ukraine. Up, right? yeah. Love it. Would you rather Ukraine... watch St. Elmo's Fire or the news? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, they're, right, because right, there's no insight for both of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was St. Elmo's Fire. I don't know. Do I recommend it? I mean, I wasn't bored. I I would kind of. It was not at midnight. This is not a midnight movie. Yeah, it put me right to sleep. Really? Oh, I would go right to sleep if this. Well, yeah. Any any attempted dialogue in this film definitely. Yeah, I couldn't. Like I'm ready for surgery. There wasn't enough. (laughs) I wasn't laughing enough. I, I was just like, who, what? Hey, maybe this will help, Megan. I, a boogie, da boogie, da boogie, da ha. That does. <laughs> you know what? If I just, but here's my notes. What the fuck, Billy? What the fuck, Kirby? Those. Right, are... That's why I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm it. like, that's uh, that's how Billy I felt. Kirby, during... Now that's a TV show. Now that Billy and Billy Kirby. And Kirby were their own TV show. It was called like Friends bosom buddies. Yeah, yeah. Which I hated that I show would say so that much. This movie is the <laughs> predecessor to Friends in a lot of ways, in that it's like absolutely um, despicable characters. Yeah. Don't know where they get their money from. They're yeah. all impeccably dressed, and they're absolutely incapable of any kind of realism in their portrayal. Good point. Yeah, that's why I. That's why. I, I think this I was mean, worth review. If you're going to watch the movie, then you should probably get with some friends and listen to our podcast and then review it yourselves. <laughs> yes. And that's the reason to watch it. It's yes. worth talking about. That's why I think it's worth watching. Because it is worth movie, talking about. Yeah. It has that yeah. thing where here's something that they thought was normal and they thought this was okay. And here's are things that aren't okay, but it presents it like right. it is. You know, it's just so odd. Yeah. It's so disturbing. It is odd. But I won't ever watch it again. I'll be honest. The, the best line <laughs> not in this whole movie is Demi Moore as she's like, she's probably in day 17 of a crazy cocaine binge she's depressed and she's fucked up and she looks at rob Lowe and she goes i never imagined i'd be this tired at 22 
And I'm like, these people have no concept of how life works. If you can invent, reinvent yourself a million times before you're 30 or 40, you, it's never, you know, that whole stopped. like, I'm 22, <laughs> my life is over. It's such a, it's such a fatalist bullshit thing. Thank God the 80s got it wrong. And thank God those, a lot of these actors got to go back and be high school kids in other movies. So I did, I just looked at my notes. I did forget to say, I really thought somebody was going to die at some, <laughs> I thought it at foreshadowed the end, the in the scene. beginning. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's why that happened in the beginning. Nobody died. I just thought <laughs> somebody was not going to, and I thought oh. it was going to be a twist. Yeah, someone should we thought have. it was going to be well, Demi sure Moore. And it wasn't. Age seven years after this film, right? Like whatever happened in I this mean, movie, somebody died of some terrible thing later wow. in life because I, they're all terrible probably people. i'm sure demi moore's character got an overdose when she discovered heroin yeah i yeah, thought they were they all now? just going to go off a cliff in the jeep and then i thought amelia was for sure going to die in the snow or something i thought it right. been, they <laughs> should have the just chains. let him stay out there he was while he was laughing while he was laughing he and was on a high screaming he at the front the door laughing and driving yeah. off the road right i wonder what price would pay for that right and then the image in his head was the kiss Oh, in the rain. It would just show the scene where he was in the rain again. Yeah. He's a, a montage terrifying. of stalking. <laughs> and then he dies. Terrifying. This dude was. Wow. Right. Here's the spinoff I want to see is Andy McDowell and her happy boyfriend, Blank. You there know, for them, oh, a lifetime original, just right. them and the, the winter just cabin. Yeah. In their relationship. Remember when we first started dating, that young man was that guy. He drove up to the resort. It was so awkward. Anyway, I gave him tea. That's hilarious. <laughs> Right. Yeah, definitely right. looking back, things like I definitely should not have let that dude in my apartment. We've had right. stories like that. We've yeah. all had moments oh, yeah. like, right. oh, I right. definitely should not have hung out with that person. I should not. And she's she's like, your There's clothes been... will be dry in a few hours. <laughs> like, what is well, going on? Off and sit next to my boyfriend. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Oh. I don't understand. I feel like we've gone totally off the rails here. It's, yeah, it's okay. Well, this movie you know does cause that. Fire. Okay, maybe your man in motion. All I need is a set of wheels. <laughs> Taking yeah, where the eagles no fly wheels. higher and higher. Okay. Wow. Well, well now I know what that's about. I had no idea what the song was. I never looked it up. So yeah, that was definitely um, the, one of the funnier parts of trivia. Of yes. Like, <laughs> the song has nothing to do with the movie because I already knew that, but I didn't know that was actually literally about a, an Olympic athlete. And, and no it's one. Literally was... called the Man in Motion Tour. Like his tour around the world was literally wow. called the Man in Motion Tour. Was, that's cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and this guy wrote was... the song, and he thought everyone's going to know this. It's a huge hit song. And it's going to bring so much. A claim, but that's how media works, right? You think you have a good idea, and then they take it and they switch it up. No, we're gonna make mm -hmm. it about these crackheads that you can't give a fuck about each other. I know. Once you got Demi Moore in the mix, it's just. I don't know why I hate shit. her character right, so well... much. I think it's because she has so much potential. You know, if you are good at international <laughs> banking, my God, that's a career. You don't yeah. need to go and suck your boss's dick to make money. You can <laughs> be a strong woman. Like, go ahead and own it, well, baby. Not in the '80s. We weren't as strong. Hey, man. that's not true because Andrew McCarthy <laughs> did the movie Mannequin and he proved that a fake woman could be a, a lead in the 80s movie. There's another McCarthy, yeah. That's Ken Cottrell and Andrew McCarthy living their best lives. Oh, I know. I know that movie. I love it. Classic. And Classic. you know what's weird? This is Starship. a strange... Just today, my son, who's eight years old, said, I got Rick rolled. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? Do you know what, what this you, is? Yeah, that's from like 10 Rick years Astley. ago. Rick Astley. Yeah. Yeah, but my eight-year-old, I didn't know he that my eight-year-old was going to be singing Never Gonna Give You Up. That's great. Thank God. How That's did great. this happen? That's so much so I put it Kanye. on really loud, and I sang it to him, and I'm sure now he wants nothing to now do he'll it. he'll never sing it. That's how you get a kid to do it. If you sing Baby Got Back, exactly. they'll never want to hear that song again. Exactly. Oh, Although it, it, it was fun to sing with him, so I might play it every this day. This song, uh, Man in Motion, <laughs> St. Elmo's Fire song. Yeah, people call the song St. Elmo's Fire, which is hilarious, to, you know. But when I was doing a karaoke, I was a bartender for many years, and there'd be a lot of karaoke. And people love this song. 
this song when I, it comes on the radio people turn it up i swear to god maybe it's just a white guy thing i don't know but i just uh, sing it in the bar with my friends i swear to god like, i don't sing it, yeah they sing it in the bar <laughs> i went to the bar the other night there's like a wine kidding. bar and they put the song on and people were singing along and i was like what the fuck at a wine bar they movie, put this like, on they put this song because it's like when you know, like a hipster what? bar where they play like retro songs and stuff and it was like no, in silver, like, and they put the song, and people were jiving to this song. And I was like, what is going on? How no, the kids, say, the kids say this song slaps. They were slapping to this song. That's the word I'm looking for. I oh, that weird. No, the, what? You know what? You know how the kids say this I'm song slaps? I'm too old. Have you well, heard Remy phrase? taught me that because I, yeah. I know slapping is uh, a Will Smith thing. Like, Whoa, you slap it. someone. That, I that don't know. No, do you know why they say this song slaps, folks? Because they always listen on their phone and there's no bass on the phone. It's just that only treble what? to slap it. No, I didn't it's know. It's harsh that. on your ears. It doesn't sound no. right. That's why this song slaps. I. <laughs> Put it out there. All right, guys. Dolly. All right. Well, so well on that note. This right. was Here, safe. Here's the movie Dolly's I want you guys funny. to watch next. Megan, Kevin, I want yes. you to watch Fresh yes. Horses. I'm writing Andrew it McCarthy down, as I always and write. Molly Ring and Molly Ringwald as the bad girl. Nice. Okay. So Molly Ringwald still, as the bad girl. I still think we should do a cartoon version where there's sassy horses. All I'm saying is horses yeah, with fun. an attitude. I really would like. Stiller and Viggo Mortensen are also in this movie in minor roles. Wow. All right. See if you can find them. Is it enjoyably bad? Oh, it's no, it's it's not enjoyably bad. It's just well, that's bad. the point. <laughs> I, I don't like oh, just so bad. bad. It's too much. Yeah. Well, I got to yeah. say, I am so happy to be on here with you guys. Uh, this was time. so fun. It always is. This was a As movie. you can see, there's so many bad movies that this podcast will go on forever. Because literally, right. every every time that we make a podcast, five bad movies are being made. Yep. Every time <laughs> I see you guys, I'm like, dude, there's five more pieces of shit out there that I forgot about. It's and it's so great that to come on giving. here and just vent and get it all out. It feels great. So it's good shit. for you. It's good for I'm gonna give another shout out though, because we mentioned the movie Less Than Zero earlier, and my mom is an extra in Less Than Zero because it's filmed in um, Wow. That's right. That's your right. I, your there mom you sounds mom. pretty See, cool. That's how Andrew McCarthy she was. She's like, I gotta be in this movie with him. And I go, I'm, Isn't I'm he jealous. Too young for you? But then I realized my mom is, you know, they're all the same age. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that about wraps it up less than we'll tell your mom that we said hi i don't talk and... to my mother anymore you're gonna have to tell her oh i i will <laughs> That's the whole i will can we just end it now i'm gonna so get i'm gonna be in the rain on. waiting for her okay bye <laughs> <laughs> and this has been very creepy and predatory just like the film <laughs>